afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Today, we're talking about integrity. Integrity is by far my favorite, my top leadership quality attribute trait characteristic. And today, we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive into But what we're going to do I'm going to talk about integrity in a different way than what we're used to talking about it. Because when we think about the definition of integrity, I'm sure we all think about the universal definition of what we've all heard is that integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching. So my task today is to still talk about integrity, but bring some things into integrity and hopefully do it in a way that you haven't thought about and be able to take that and build on it and just add it to your leadership tool belt. Today's episode is going to have a lot of quotes because I think these quotes that I'm going to share, they help with the challenge on how we think about integrity. Even this did you know that I'm going to 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 start to show off with is not the typical stat of this percentage of this and this percentage of that. It's simply information that we may or may not know already, but we probably could guess. And it is, did you know that integrity, it usually ranks, universally ranks, as one of the top five leadership traits. Like when, when you ask people, what should a leader possess? Integrity is usually going to find itself in the top five. And as expected, it's usually also seen as the most essential leadership trait. Now, why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because people want to be able to trust their leaders. And sadly, not enough people trust their leaders and there's different things that leaders can do to get their followers to trust them and that's a different episode for a different day so how do we lead with integrity well i told you before that i'm going to take a different route a different angle a different perspective on integrity today and so how do we lead with integrity well i believe at the heart of integrity is our values and in order to live a life of integrity we have to first identify our values because see our actions and our values they determine whether or not we live in in, in, we live in integrity because see our actions have to be in congruence with our values because if we say we are someone who we're not then we're not being honest with ourselves and we're not we're not living with integrity because our actions and our values overlap to determine if we are who we say we are. See, it's it's great for someone to say they value honesty, integrity, compassion, respect, hard work, or responsibility. But if they live contrary to what they say they value, then they're not living with integrity. They're not leading with integrity. See, actions don't lie. See, there's a difference between actual values and espoused values. See, espoused values are those values in which you want to have, you want to possess. And those actual values are the ones that you 
actually value, the things that you actually do. So if I followed you around for a week, I would see whether you truly valued exercise, valued your diet, valued music, valued television, valued reading, because you would do it. It would be who you are without even trying. It would truly be who you are. You, you can't hide the actions. And, and I think that when it comes to our actual values and our spouse values, it's simply, it's, it's who we currently are versus who we want to be or what we currently are versus what we want to be. For example, if I say I value family and that family is the most important thing to me, but I'm disrespectful to my wife, I never spend time with my son, I talk about how much my dad gets on my nerves. I avoid my sister like the plague and I yell at my mom whenever we talk. Do I really value family? If you're following me, if you see how I treat my wife, if you see that I'm neglecting my son, if you see that my dad gets on my nerves and I'm talking crazy to my mom, will you really feel like Tony values his family? No, it's going to be a bunch of lip service because what Tony has said his actions are not in congruence with what he's what he said he values and so therefore trusting me as your leader is like well, wait a minute if you don't even love your family you say you do and you say you value how can i trust you to lead me to do anything whether it's in business whether it's in this partnership re regardless so it starts with your values so you have to take a moment to look at what you really value what's really important to you elvis elvis was not really known for his deep philosophical quotes or statements but i have to give him credit for this one elvis is is quoted as saying that values are like fingerprints nobody's all the same but you leave them all over everything you do. Even Elvis knows that our values comes back to what we do and everything that we do, people see it. And in the Elvis quote, it, it aligns perfectly with his next quote. I couldn't find the author who said it, but it says that people may doubt what you say, but they will always believe what you do because I can tell you I can tell you I'll be there at seven. And you may say, well, I just met Tony. We don't have a great relationship. I really don't know why he would make that commitment to me to be there at seven. So there's doubting. But if I arrive and you see me at 655, you're going to be like, wow, like Tony said he'd be there at seven. He was here at seven. That's amazing. So the next time I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, you're a lot you're a lot more inclined to believe that Tony will be there because I showed you, I didn't just tell you, I showed you with my actions that I'm going to do what I said. And I think a lot of times, a lot of leaders, they get crossed up in the integrity game because of the decisions that they make. And I know you're probably curious about, well, Tony, how do leaders make bad decisions how do they make poor decisions and i think this first one is it happens a lot way more often than we think 
so the first the first way that leaders make bad decisions is they make decisions based on on the past consequences or the lack thereof versus the possible consequences. And what I mean by that is leaders, they make a decision, a poor decision, a decision that lacks integrity and they get away with it. They don't get caught. So as a result, an opportunity comes again to do something wrong. They think back, wait a minute. Three months ago, I did something and I got away with it. Now they're thinking about, hey, there were no consequences in the past. I'm going to be even smarter this time. I won't get caught versus thinking about, wait a minute, if I get caught what could happen? This could end up in the news. I could lose my company. I could lose my stocks. I could lose my family. I can I can go to jail. They're not thinking about all the possible outcome. Now, it's not a guarantee. And truth be told, the past consequences or the lack thereof, like the likelihood of them getting caught is probably slim to none. There may be a 97% chance of them getting away with it. But what are they going to do if that three percent chance actually happens are they willing to deal with the consequences of the actions when they get caught and i really think that if people took two or three seconds to think about the possible consequences of their actions it would prevent a lot of poor decisions that have been made by people and leaders number two how do leaders make bad decisions? Their actions simply don't line up with their values. We've already talked about it. They're being, they're, they're living double lives. They're not, they're, they're not honest people. They're not living in integrity. Their values are not aligning with their actions. They're not in any congruence and you really can't believe what they're, what they're saying. And so they're saying they value integrity, but they're throwing a rock and hiding their hand and you really can't trust who they say they are. And lastly, how they make bad decisions, they simply let other people make decisions for them that they trust, usually, and it gets them in trouble because they're the figurehead, they're the leader. And so because they've put their trust in others, that person that makes the decision, they may not be a person of integrity. But even if they are, sometimes people make the wrong decision, wrong choice. And, so, and as a leader, you have to come to the forefront and be held accountable for that. So I, I told you there's going to be a lot of quotes today. And, I, and, I want, and I'm going to dive into three real quick here because I've already given you two. And his first one is Warren Buffett. And he says that when he looks to hire people, his advice, this, this was his advice to employers. He said, when you look to hire, you, look, you should look for three things when you hire people. One. You should look for integrity, intelligence, and high energy. And if you and if they don't have that first quality, which is integrity, the other two will kill you. So what is what, so what is Warren Buffett saying? He's saying that you must have a person with integrity because when you have someone with integrity, that means that what they're going to do the right thing when nobody's watching. So imagine if you hire somebody who doesn't have integrity but they're intelligent that very intelligent person will probably have no morals probably is not worried about doing 
the right thing when nobody's watching. And because they're so smart, they're going to do some things that can probably cause a lot of damage. So I think Warren Buffett gave a lot of great advice to show how important integrity is and also highlight what can happen if a person lacks integrity. The second quote about integrity is by John Maxwell, the leadership guru himself. He says, image is what people think we are. Integrity is who we really are. And I, and I love that because social media, we put all the great stuff on social media. Like, for example, you guys have never seen a picture of my son unhappy. You've never seen a video of my son having a tantrum, crying his lungs out, not wanting to take a nap, not wanting to go to bed. You only see the best of Trey. What kind of father would I be if I put the worst of Trey out in the open for people to see? So people see what I want them to see. People see what we want them to see. But at the end of the day, our integrity, whether it's the people closest to us that know who we really are. One day we're going to be exposed. One day they're going to see who we really are because an image is just an image. It's something that we portray it may not be true, but your integrity, it, it doesn't, you, you, you can't hide who you really are. You can't hide that because one day your true colors will show. And the last quote comes from, from a president, Abraham Lincoln. And he says, if you want to test a man's character, give him power. And, and there's power in that statement because a lot of times when we're living humbly, when we're content and we don't have a lot of power, and we don't control anything, it's easy to be stand-up individuals. But when you can make things happen by a snap of a finger, picking up the phone, making a phone call, sending a text message or an email, because that amount of authority, autonomy, and power that you have, there are going to be things that you were not able to do that you now can do that's at, the, at, they're at your fingertips. And that's going to show who you really are, because when you're not the most powerful, when you're not in power. You can't make things happen that way. You're depending on other people. But when you have that control, it's going to tell us who you really are. It's going to tell us if you really are a compassionate person, if you really are a respectful person, if you really are a person of integrity, that's honest and worthy of our trust. So we got to get. We got to get integrity to be where we are. We got to get in. We, we have to create a culture. We have to create a culture of integrity. So how do we create a culture of integrity around us? And this is this is how you do it. As I get ready to wrap up and close, you got to stop this one thing and you got to ask yourself these four questions. And so the first thing that we got to stop, we got to stop being leaders or calling ourselves leaders when it's convenient to be and call ourselves leaders versus being or calling ourselves just an average Jack or Jill when it's convenient to be just the average Jack or Jill. You can't just cut off and on your leadership title, your leadership role. Like you are a leader. That's who you are. That's what you do. You can't like, Cut it off when it's inconvenient for you to be a leader. There's going to be times you have to make tough decisions. There's going to be times you're going to have to do difficult things. So 
You got to stop that. Understand that you are always a leader and you can't just try to be, oh, no, I'm, I'm average Joe. I'm average Jack. I'm average Jill. Today. No, you're always a leader. Now, the first question you have to ask yourself is, is, is the culture where you are? Is it what you imagined it to be? And if it isn't, ask yourself why not. And then you ask yourself this second question. How can you help change the culture where you are? What can you do to help change the culture where you are? The third question is, what role do you play in the culture where you are? So where do you stand on the wrongs of influence and impact, honestly? How can you affect change in that culture based on your role? And lastly, how can you challenge your peers and superiors to change the culture? See, the simple answer on how to create a culture of integrity, wherever you are, is how I end every episode each week. It's simply being the leader your peers need to see. You modeling the way. You doing what you're supposed to do. You doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Now, you may have longer answers when, when this podcast ends and you actually take some time to think and answer those questions. But the simple answer is being the leader, being the example that they need to see, because good rubs off on people. I mean, bad rubs off on people, too. But good is more powerful. Just like love is stronger than hate. Good is more powerful than bad. So if you get caught doing the right thing, people are going to see that and they're going to want to do the right thing as well. And so I just want to thank you for going down this road, going and taking this journey with me with integrity and allowing me to talk about integrity in a way that you may not have heard it talked about before as it pertains to tying our values to it. So I'm challenging you to figure out and find out what your values are. What really, what are the most important things to you? Do you value your faith? Do you value your family? Is integrity something that you value? Is honesty something that you value? Is education, is leadership, is love, is compassion, are those things that you value? Because once you identify your values, then you can evaluate your life and see, hey, am I living in integrity? Am I walking in my values and people that if they watch me, if a camera were to follow me for a week, they would say, yes, Tony values family because he does this. Tony values education because he does this. Tony values honesty because he does this. Tony values the community because he does this. So that's my challenge to you today. Again, thank you for listening. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that it was beneficial. I hope you got something from it. And as always, be the leader your peers need to see.